Welcome back to the Salty Community Podcast. I am Colleen, and we are a community of people dedicated to helping you grow your personal relationship with Jesus. We emphasize the truth and foundation of Scripture and give you tools and opportunities to experience Jesus in a personal and unique way for you. The kingdom of God invites us into an interactive relationship with Him, and it is our desire and focus to help this be a reality for each person listening. The group becomes a safe place to grow into more of what the Holy Spirit has for you. Hey, y'all. So this is Deanna, and today we are bringing you a special addition to the podcast. This is not part of the original Groundwork (laughs) 1.0 class. Um, It is actually something that God put on my heart long ago to write and keep track of. And I'm really excited to bring it to you because I think, and I know that Colleen agrees with me, this is going to help your relationship with God and with Jesus um, in a really unique way because it completely deals with being able to hear God clearly. Mm -hmm. And I think it's pretty safe to say we have all experienced times when we just want to hear His voice and we can't. Um, And we're like, what is happening? Why can't I hear? So today, this podcast is going to be all about why we can't hear when God speaks. So um, before we kick off into all the different reasons, the first thing I kind of want to throw out to you so that you are just aware is that some questions that we ask God are easier to hear than others. Um, He often will show me this when we are doing a listening exercise. There may be a hard question and there will be an easy question. Um, So what's the difference? A hard question is typically something that you already have an opinion on, that I have a very Mm -hmm. strong opinion about. Um, It's something that he wants to say to us, about us, or for us, Mm -hmm. and we have a hard time receiving that. Yeah. We just don't believe it. Exactly. We don't (laughs) believe what he says about us. And so there's just this wall that jumps up Mm -hmm. um, so that we can't hear. But the opposite side of that is when he asks, we ask a question of him that we're not emotionally completely tied into. So maybe the question is something about someone else, like, who do you Mm -hmm. want me to reach out to? Who do you want me to bless this week? So long as that's not a person that you just can't stand or it's awkward, (laughs) That is typically an easy question mm-hmm. um, because it's not about you. And another thing that we are finding as we do small group and as people listen mm-hmm. is a lot of times if someone else is having trouble hearing, I can ask someone else to hear for them. And because they're not emotionally wrapped up in the response, mm-hmm. they will be able to hear for someone else far easier than they can hear for themselves. Mm-hmm. So... We are going to jump in and start looking at some of the reasons why we can't hear. And so before Colleen and I got started, we were like, what's the number one thing? (laughs) And we agreed. So Colleen, what was the number one reason we can't hear? So um, it was that we didn't know what his voice sounds like, which innately means that we're not in his word. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Um, It is foundational that if we are going to listen for God's word, God's voice, if Mm -hmm. we are going to spend time in the spirit realm, we absolutely have to have a very solid foundation of scripture. Mm -hmm. We need in his word daily. And maybe you miss a day, that's going to happen. There's grace for that. But Mm -hmm. it needs to be more the habit to be in his word than the exception to the rule. Um, 
I have found after doing and helping people learn to hear from God for years, when I first started teaching people and working with people, and they just never could hear anything. And I was like, what is happening? And so I would ask them, hey, where are you at in your Bible right now? And they were like, what do you mean? Yeah. Are you reading it? I've never opened Mm -hmm. it. Okay, you're not going to be able to hear, and it's a safety. Mm-hmm. There is too much room for deception if you do not know how God talks to people, what his character is, um, how Jesus interacted with people. All of those things are foundational to hearing his voice. Mm-hmm. And because of God's grace, honestly, um, he doesn't allow us to hear mm-hmm. if we haven't been in his word. Mm-hmm. The very first time I ever sat in a small group and I was hearing the Lord. Now I was in a Bible study, so I was in my word. So this is kind of like a testament of when you're in his word, you will hear his voice. And guys, I was even skeptical that it was even him, but I was hearing because I was rooted in my word. And I was, Deanna would have to remind me, yes, that's God. She would have to tell me, you would have to say, that was God calling. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was God calling. And I because the listening was new, but I was rooted in my word. I was hearing, but I still needed that other person in front of me saying, mm-hmm. Colleen, that's him. Right. You know his word. It's him. <laughs> yes. And that is so true. And that is why we are called to community. Yeah. So we can encourage each mm-hmm. other and help each other yeah. see. Hey, mm-hmm. that was absolutely him. Yes. So our first reason when we can't hear, <laughs> if you're not hearing something, you're going to have to sit with you and be honest. Mm-hmm. Have I been in his word? Mm-hmm. Am I in my scriptures? Am I listening for his voice? And guys, this is more than showing up for church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. This is more than a 30-second quiet time that pops up on your phone in a little devotional. This is in an intentional time that you open your Bible and that you let him speak to you through his word. Because here's the thing. God speaks to us in a lot of different ways, and we're not even going to get into all that today, but if you can't recognize his voice in scripture, you're for sure not going to be able to recognize it anywhere else. Mm -hmm. So that is our first one that we want to to just jump on first, is you have to be grounded Mm -hmm. in God's word for that to work. Now, the rest of these are going to be a little all over the page as far as which one Mm -hmm. is the most important and which one is not. They're not in any special order. Um, Maybe a little bit of our own experience as to (laughs) what is happening. But the next thing I think that gets in the way is our own opinion Mm -hmm. and our own desire and our own wants. Like We have a preconceived idea of what we want the answer to be mm-hmm. or what we don't want the answer to be. Maybe God is, maybe the question is, Hey, what is something God wants you to give him oh, yeah. or give up? And you, and, um, you're terrified, you know, he's, so you already have an idea of what you want that answer to be or not be or not exactly <laughs> or not be. And so you're, own desire and your own feelings and your own emotions get so tied up in that that it is it honestly creates just like cotton in your spiritual ears and you cannot Mm -hmm. hear so what's at the base of that like it's pride (laughs) Pride. Mm -hmm. and you're gonna find that as we hit a lot of these pride is at the base of a lot of them Mm -hmm. so when you have your own desire and your own opinion and you want your own way that is, that's your pride jumping out. That's my pride having a, a little fit. So 
Luke, um, actually it's in all the gospels. It says, deny yourself. Yeah. Um, also when Jesus was praying, he said, not my will, but yours be done. Mm -hmm. Right. And so a lot of times before you go to listen, or if you're having trouble listening, maybe it's a good idea to maybe get in a physical posture of humility, get on your knees. Um, but also say, Hey God, not my will, but yours be done. Mm -hmm. Hey God, I want to deny myself in this space. I want to hear what you have to say. Mm -hmm. That reminds me when Paul says that we die daily. Yes. You know what I mean? It's almost like we have to have, it's so much about, um, having a relationship and making it a lifestyle and not just what you were talking about, like church and, Mm -hmm. or a 30 minute or 30 second devotional, um, that not only do we get our daily bread, Mm-hmm. But we die daily as well. Right. Yeah. And to get our daily bread, a lot of times it requires the dying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yes. Um, yes. Um, so one of the next ones is when we think we already know the answer. Mm-hmm. So this isn't necessarily tied to the first one, but it can. They all can all mm-hmm. get tied up together. The same of thinking we know the answer and fearing what the answer is. Those two, a lot of times will all three of those kind of play in together. Pride, And here's what you need to hear about that. James 4, 6 tells us, and he's actually quoting some from Proverbs here, that God opposes the proud, but Mm. gives grace to the humble. Mm -hmm. So I have seen this in action. Um, I have a, a lady that I just love in one of my small groups. And she, we had had an activity that week where every day I challenged them to get on their knees Mm -hmm. and spend some time with God from a posture of humility, be on your knees, be on your face, you know, whatever that looks like for you. And so she did it. Well, that small group that week, she was hearing God's answer before I was finishing the question and it was blowing her away. (laughs) She was like, oh my word, I'm hearing before you even finish. This has never happened before. Okay, there was a reason. Mm-hmm. Humility in us is going to give us grace for him, from Him and allow us to hear better. Mm-hmm. Um, when we think we know the answer and we're afraid of the answer, we have to let ourselves, encourage ourselves, mm-hmm. and sometimes force ourselves into a posture of humility. Mm-hmm. Um because we have one of the things here, and it kind of will jump into the next one. When we fear the answer, some of that is rooted in not trusting mm-hmm. God. Yes. So Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is that scripture that um, lean not on your own understanding, mm-hmm. but in all your ways acknowledge God, and he mm-hmm. will make your path straight. So we have to not lean on our own thoughts, like mm-hmm. our own opinions. Um, our own ideas, Mm -hmm. but trust him to direct us in whatever that answer is. So I can give you an exact opposite example of your small group person. (laughs) Um, So there have been so many times where, okay, so I don't even get to the asking God part because I think I already know. So I will come to very often, I will come to Deanna with my own opinion thinking that I already know, right? And the first thing she says to me is, did you talk to God about that? And I was like, well, no, (laughs) I didn't. So I think sometimes when we think that we already know, we don't even ask. Absolutely. I hadn't even thought about that. We don't even ask. You're right. We don't even give him an opinion in the whole thing. 
Yes, yeah. that is so true. <laughs> and here's the thing. Um, so in a personal, um, like, earthly situation, um, my daughter is 17 years old, and she has a ton of freedom. She has her own truck. She has a job. She has a boyfriend. You know, <laughs> all the things, and is going all the places. And we give her a whole lot of freedom. Mm-hmm. And so she knows that often the answer is going to be yes. Mm. And because of that, she often forgets to ask. Mm. So she goes to church on Wednesday night, has small, you know, has church, and then hello, it's an hour after church is over and my kid isn't home from church. And I'm like, so I text and say, where are you? And she's like, oh, I went out to eat with a bunch of friends. Um, No worries. Tiffany, which is my niece, is here with us. (laughs) And I text back, Tiffany is not your mom. That would be me. And if you would have just asked, I would have absolutely said yes, Mm -hmm. but there's still something in asking and having the choice blessed. Absolutely. And knowing that that was the answer. Mm -hmm. Because she doesn't know. I could have said, oh, well, I'm sorry you didn't come home. You know, (laughs) there could have been any reason. Mm -hmm. But asking, even if we think we know the answer, Mm because so often God will surprise us with his answer being better than our original thought. I'm not so good at that with my daughter. Like, I don't always have an answer (laughs) that's better than what she wants the answer to be. But God Mm -hmm. is God. And so he can. Yeah. So that kind of falls into the just not listening. We just not. We mm-hmm. just think we already know the answer. And um, when I was flipping through these today, God reminded me of uh, the Transfiguration, mm. and they're all you know Peter, James, and John yes. are up there with them, and. Peter is over. I'm sure they're all overwhelmed, but you know, Peter's the one that's going to talk about it. Exactly. And so he's like, oh, you know what? It is so good that we're here. I'm going to like build three tabernacles, three tents for y'all so that you have a place to get in out of the shade. I don't know what he was thinking. And from heaven, God says, listen to my son. (laughs) Like, hey, quit talking and listen. Mm. And I think... Most of our prayer time is us talking to God, mm-hmm. like, and this and this and this and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And he so bad is going, hey, stop mm-hmm. and listen to my son. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. we know from John chapter 10 that uh, we are the sheep of Jesus's pasture. Mm-hmm. He is our shepherd and the sheep know his voice and they know him. Mm-hmm. Well, the way that happens is by hearing it often. So maybe a challenge is, is in your quiet time that God does most of the talking and you do a little responding, that the roles get flipped and that we're intentional with our listening. Because I promise if he had to tell Peter, hey, Listen to my son. Mm-hmm. He's got the same message for us to listen mm-hmm. to him. Yeah, so that's, good. that's super good. One of the things I always pray when I pray for um, before we start a listening exercise is for God to quiet all the other noises in our head. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was kind of thinking about that this morning. And the first thing that popped into my head was um, the story of Mary and Martha where Mary is sitting at Jesus's feet and Martha Mm -hmm. is running around worried about all the things. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is like, Martha, Martha, (laughs) you're worried about all the things. Mm -hmm. And guys, all the things become Mm -hmm. a distraction Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. sitting at the feet of Jesus and listening. 
Absolutely. All the things. And um, they could be really good things. Mm -hmm. She wanted to feed him and his followers, and Mm -hmm. she wanted to make sure the food was good and that it was served on time and maybe that it wasn't burnt. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I wasn't there, but I but I have entertained in my home, mm-hmm. so I know all the things. And yes. um, you have all the things. Like maybe you're concerned about a sick, you know, parent or child or yourself, or maybe it's finances, or mm-hmm. maybe it's and maybe it's and maybe it's. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a never-ending list of things that can crowd into our mind. So true. One of the things that he has shown me recently is social media and all the noise of social media. If I spend too much time on Facebook or Instagram or Google or, you know, just Mm -hmm. looking at all the things, or maybe you're a news watcher, I am not. All those noises will intensify. It's like it turns up the volume Mm -hmm. of the noises in your own head. Mm -hmm. And when there's so much just... I don't even want to know, static, Mm -hmm. I guess, in your own head, it makes it, he's not, God's not going to yell at you. Mm -mm. I'm kind of glad. Yeah. (laughs) But he's not going to yell over the noise that's happening in my head. Mm -hmm. So it is so important to be still, Mm -hmm. to get in a place of being still and let him speak. And so... Psalms 4610, be still Mm -hmm. and know that I am God. We have Mm -hmm. to, and that stillness is presence. It is. Being presence. It's Mm -hmm. being completely present. Mm -hmm. Um, It is being very aware Mm -hmm. of um, him in that space. Mm -hmm. You know what I just thought about? God just like totally dropped this in my head. Like you were talking about posture and now you're talking about being still and we know by research that people, you in front of me, when I, depending on my body language, will depend on how I'm communicating. I can say something to you with bad body language and you take what I'm saying to completely differently. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. So when we choose to approach God with the right body language then it's much more received. Does that make sense? Oh, for sure. Isn't that cool? That is cool. Because we also know that we only absorb in our brains about 10% of what's said to us, like in a physical word. Yes. Isn't that really cool? That is really cool. I know. Anyway. And also, and back to earthly, giving it a thing. Yeah. When you're, I mean, okay, wives, you're going to be able to relate to this. You're in the living room. It's football season. Hopefully we'll have one this year. Who knows? The football game is on or whatever sport Mm -hmm. or whatever thing makes your husband's head turn and not come back. And you're having a conversation or attempting. Attempting. And he is not hearing a word you said Mm -hmm. because he is completely focused on the football game. Oh, that's we, a really good analogy. We all know that that is just a waste mm-hmm. of our breath. We do. And so does God. And so does God. <laughs> so if we come yeah. to him, you know, most of us, I mean, we're, we're smart enough to know mm-hmm. we don't have our favorite TV show going and try to have a conversation with God at the same time. Like, that's probably mm-hmm. not going to happen. We're smarter than that. Mm-hmm. But the noise in our heads. I do bring 
a lot of distracting thoughts. Right. Yes. So it may not be a TV set, but it could be all the distractions mm-hmm. from what a TV or face, you know, mm-hmm. social media have brought or just the cares of the day. Mm-hmm. So how do we have some victory there? Mm-hmm. Well, here's a couple of things. So if you are deciding to be still, mm-hmm. so just for a few minutes, get still. Worship music is a great way to drown out the enemy in this space. Mm-hmm. If he's causing some of that extra noise, then the enemy can be drowned out with worship music. Um, Psalms 8, um, praise will silence the enemy. Mm-hmm. So having some praise music for a little bit and then turning that off and trying to just be still with God and if thoughts flop into your head, they just start pouring down, mm-hmm. as Colleen explained a minute ago, God just <laughs> dropped a thought. Yeah. Well, other thoughts drop from other places, mm-hmm. then give him that thought. Okay, God, I don't want to worry about this right now. I'm giving this to you. So when you hand them off to him, you're actually taking those distractions and handing them to him. And mm-hmm. so they no longer have the space in your head because you have you have actually... Um, let them go. You've released mm-hmm. them for him to be in control of them. Mm-hmm. So that is a good way for those distracting thoughts. Um, just give them to him. Mm-hmm. I remember trying to worship, and Brooke was little. And it was a Saturday night, and I was trying to just have some private worship time. Troy had already gone to bed. I was on my face beside the bed, a blanket over me because we keep our room, you know, at super chill level. And I'm trying to worship, and so I'm just, like, in my head, like, trying to do praise time. And I just keep having all these thoughts. And this is going to sound incredibly you know, horrible, but I'm trying to figure out what Brooke is going to wear to church the next day. So I'm like, which outfit, which bow, which little lacy socks, you know, do I have a burp bride clean that matches that outfit? Oh, is the geez. blanket, I mean, because I was, I was that mom, right? My kid was good to be dressed. <laughs> well, mine, the passy had to match the thing that had to match the thing that had to match the thing. So did I have all of that clean and ready to go? And it, And I finally was like, you know what, God? We're just going to talk about Brooke's outfit for tomorrow. And then we're going to get back to this. And so I did. I just released all that to him. I'm like, can you please let that make just happen tomorrow? Um, And so, and then I was able to move forward. Mm -hmm. But I had to acknowledge that those thoughts were bombarding because Mm -hmm. trying to just ignore them, they're going to keep trying to sneak back Mm -hmm. in. Um, Colleen and I talked about this on the way over here. We tend to want to ignore our feelings. We do. Instead of acknowledging them, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean they go away. Mm -hmm. Um, And so same thing with thoughts that just jump into our head. We need to release them to God um, and let him handle that. So Mm -hmm. when those other voices are too loud, we can give those voices to him. And we can also choose to avoid the things that turn up the volume on the other noises. Mm -hmm. So if social media sends you over the edge watching the news raises your blood pressure um whatever (laughs) the thing we need to be aware of the things that still space in our head Mm -hmm. we have to be aware Mm -hmm. of why we're letting them still the space and um we need to take you know we have to take captive our thoughts and make them obedient to christ Mm -hmm. um second corinthians 10 5 tells us so we also have to take captive the things that we let come into our brain. Yes. Um, so we need to be really careful about mm-hmm. what is causing all the noise and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the other things, um, sometimes we have the skeptic in the room, like oh, yeah. what Colleen was in the beginning. And mm-hmm. I, I it's, it never fails when I start <laughs> a small group. There's always a skeptic, and they keep you on your toes. Yeah. Um, they roll their eyes. They sigh. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they question it on the way home with their mm-hmm. wife. Like I've had yes. all the things happen, all the things happen. So when we don't take him seriously, mm-hmm. when we're like, eh, we're only, we're passively listening. We're mm-hmm. not, um, we're not believing that he's speaking. Mm-hmm. There's some mercy and some grace in that in the beginning. There just is because mm-hmm. he's God. Um, mm-hmm. But I was, I typed into Bible Gateway today the word listen. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to look at it in the New Testament just to see. It was so, it was things I had not ever taken the time to look at before. It was really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. And it says, like, the fact that he went to the trouble, Luke did it in two, two different, right back to back, chapter seven and chapter eight. He was talking to the people who were listening. Mm. And then he says, consider how you listen in Luke chapter 8. So we have to hmm. we have to own some of this. Mm-hmm. We have to consider how we listen. And we have to know that he talks to people who are listening. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. God is big enough for our skepticism. Mm -hmm. God is big enough for our doubts when we're just honest and give them to him. Mm -hmm. But eventually our relationship has to mature to a place where we're no longer casually listening. We are Mm -hmm. actively, intentionally listening to him Mm -hmm. and we are taking him seriously. Um, Know that God can be fun and he can surprise us with his fun answers. But if but even in that space, mm-hmm. we have to consider how we listen. Mm-hmm. We and um, because it's definitely mm-hmm. if we listen, um, I don't even know if "casually" is the word as much as "indifferently" or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. It will get in the way, and we will eventually not mm-hmm. be able to hear because we have not chosen to listen well. Mm-hmm. So what happens when what he tells us doesn't make any sense? Oh, yeah. We tend been to go. There. Yeah. We tend to say, huh, that couldn't have been him. Yeah. We rationalize ourselves out of what he said. Exactly. Yeah. He gives you an answer and you're like, that makes no sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. That couldn't have been him. Couldn't have been. God wouldn't ever not make sense. Okay. <laughs> first of all, we all know that if you have spent any time in any part of your Bible, that it may not make sense yeah. at first glance. Yeah. God loves to send us on treasure hunts. Mm-hmm. He loves for us to dig deep and mm-hmm. to chase after him mm-hmm. and to draw near like he is completely available, but he also loves to just kind of stir our curiosity mm-hmm. so that we will actively pursue him. That reminds me of the story when Jesus um, breaks bread, when they do communion, and majority of the people leave because they don't understand what he's doing. Right. And... Um, and then he asked to the ones closest to him, so are you going to? Yeah. <laughs> Just because they didn't, they didn't, didn't understand, understand what he was saying. And, and it didn't make sense to them. But just because they didn't understand and just because it didn't make sense mm-hmm. didn't mean it wasn't him. That's right. So I think <laughs> it's not a bad thing to yeah. say that if it doesn't make sense to you, it's probably him. <laughs> because you're not going to answer yourself yeah. with something that always makes sense. Mm-hmm. But you're going to, if because here's the biggest thing that I get questions on. How do I know it's not just me? 
Mm. How do I know it's God and how do I know it's not just me? And this is the place where that shows up so mm-hmm. often is when it doesn't make sense. Well, it's pretty safe to say you're not going to answer for God something that doesn't make sense to you. Mm-hmm. Your answer will probably make total sense to you and be exactly what you're expecting. Mm-hmm. God tends to give us an unexpected answer, mm-hmm. um, and it often may not make sense right at that moment. Um, it's going to require some time spent with him, mm-hmm. which is absolutely what he's after in right. all of us. So what's the difference in God's voice and your voice? Over time, you'll be able to distinguish them well mm-hmm. because God never... Mm. disguises his voice to sound like yours. He just doesn't. So Mm -hmm. he's not trying to be tricky. He's not trying to be Mm -hmm. um, deceptive. He's not trying to sneak in and speak. Um, So over time, with practice, Mm -hmm. it will get easier to instantly know when it is him. And you will also grow in faith. So Mm -hmm. every time you hear him, and you receive it, your faith in that space of being able to hear him grows. Mm -hmm. And as your faith grows, your hearing will Mm -hmm. grow. Faith comes by hearing, Mm -hmm. so your faith is going to grow as you hear, which is faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That word is rima there Mm -hmm. in the Greek, which means that now word of God. Mm -hmm. So you can get that in scripture, so you can build your faith in scripture, but you can also build your faith in listening exercises that we do because every time you hear him and you receive it, it builds your faith so you hear a little better next time. Mm-hmm. So what happens if you miss here? Like maybe mm. you're asking God a question and you're like, you know, God, do I go right or do I go left? Is this a yes or mm. is this a no? Like what if you miss here? You're truly seeking him and you miss here. Like, you got in the way, the enemy got in the way, your own opinion, whatever. Somebody else got in the way, whatever, and you miss here. Guys, it's not the end of the world. You still mm-hmm. acted in faith. You're not big enough to completely upend God's plans for you. <laughs> That's right. Because he will course correct as yes. we seek him. Mm-hmm. I heard Lindsay say this the other day, another one of our salty teachers. And I was like, oh, my word, if we are seeking after him hard mm-hmm. and we make a wrong turn because we're seeking him, he can course correct as often so as quickly. needed. Mm-hmm. And thank God he does because mm-hmm. I need course corrections all the time. Mm-hmm. We all do. So we cannot, as we go in listening for God, go in in a place of fear of, oh, what if I get this wrong? Mm -hmm. We have to trust that he is bigger than our fears and he is bigger than his ability to be heard is bigger than our inability to hear. Mm, So we have to trust Mm -hmm. that he wants to be heard just as much as we want to hear him. Mm -hmm. So even though you may have this, oh, what if I can't? What if I get it wrong? Fear mm-hmm. will often cancel out faith. So we have to give that to him and say, hey, God, I'm afraid I may get this wrong, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give that fear to you. And I'm going to trust that your ability to speak to me is bigger than my inability to hear you mm-hmm. because yeah. that is who he is. So, yeah, I think sometimes when he, like my own personal experience, when he says something that doesn't make sense to me, it goes against my own personal logic and when I know that it was him, it 
it requires that I have faith in the situation. It doesn't, um, I have to have faith because it doesn't make sense to me. And then when I act in obedience, then like you said, now it builds my faith. Yes. Now when the next time he comes to me with something that doesn't make sense, it gets easier and easier to live by faith. Yes. Yes. Easier and easier. So Colleen just hit our next one perfectly. Mm -hmm. When we hear, we have to obey. Yeah. So remember that easy question that I gave you at the beginning, the example of if we're listening for someone else or, hey, who does God want you to reach out to? Mm -hmm. So if he gives you a name and you don't obey, if he gives you something to give to him and you don't obey, if he, and if, and if, and if, when God speaks, we can't just be hearers of the word only. Mm -hmm. We have to also be doers of the word. That's from James Mm -hmm. um, 122. We have to be faithful with what he's already told us and if we're not, we are actually feeding unbelief. Mm-hmm. If you aren't obedient to what he has said to you, you are feeding unbelief and it will become harder and harder to hear him mm-hmm. and he, and you won't hear him. Mm-hmm. I have seen this happen time and time again. Mm-hmm. I'll be sitting across from someone and they cannot hear God's voice. And I'm like, what is happening? We've prayed the prayers. They're <laughs> in their word. Mm-hmm. What is happening? And so I will often... Mm-hmm. Say, what's the last thing God said to you? Mm-hmm. Oh, he told me to do, and I'll go, well, have, have you, you done it? that? Oh, no, not yet. <laughs> that right there is mm-hmm. the answer to the block. Mm-hmm. It is a mercy of God mm-hmm. that he's not letting us hear again until we're obedient with the thing he first told us. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want him to stack on more things and us not be obedient in those spaces. Mm -hmm. So it is a mercy of his to wait on our obedience Mm -hmm. before he gives us anything else. Mm -hmm. He needs to know that we have the belief, which belief shows up in obedience. Mm -hmm. We need to have the belief to um, to Mm -hmm. hear him and and, and act in obedience in those places. Mm So, Colleen, have I forgot anything? Is there anything else that you're thinking of? Um, I mean, that's pretty much, when I'm listening, I mean, this this is pretty much hit the nail on the head for sure. I think the only other that's thing. that's the analogy. By staying in his word, mm-hmm. um, one of the things that we get from being there is um, knowing who God is. Mm-hmm. Because we may fear what he's going to tell us. And sometimes that can stem from not knowing mm-hmm. how good he is. That God is oh, good. Yeah, true. Psalms 100, true. verse 5. Mm-hmm. God is good, and his faithfulness yes. lasts for all generations. Mm-hmm. He is good, and he is good for mm-hmm. us. He is yeah. good to us. He mm-hmm. so loved us that he sent Jesus, right, to yeah. die for us. So when we have an unhealthy fear of God mm-hmm. and a fear of what he's going to tell mm-hmm. us, um, that can sometimes get in the way, but staying in the word and getting to know his character mm-hmm. will absolutely solve that and bring health to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because none of us want to hear from someone that we think is going to be mean to us mm-hmm. or that is going to ask something of us that we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Now, God may very well ask us to do things that we don't want to do, but we mm-hmm. have to trust that he is so good to us and so mm-hmm. good for us. Mm-hmm. Um, John 10, 10 says that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, mm-hmm. but Jesus came that we could have life abundantly. Mm-hmm. And even if 
in this physical realm, it may not look that way. Mm-hmm. Like you're going, wait, my life doesn't look abundant. Maybe not on the physical realm, Mm -hmm. but I can assure you that God is working all things together for Mm -hmm. those who love him and are called according Mm -hmm. to his word. So he's doing that in the spirit realm and the condition of our hearts and our spirit and our soul, the condition of Mm -hmm. us on the inside is what he is working towards at all times. Mm -hmm. So if something seems hard in the physical we have to trust God's heart so much mm. that he is not only good, but he is good for us. Yeah. So when the things that seem to be coming from his hands or the things he's not rescuing us from, we have to know that we know, even if it doesn't look right right now, that he is good for us always. Mm-hmm. And when we believe that, we can listen for him and walk in obedience towards whatever he calls us to because we know that our God is good mm-hmm. and that he has us right where he wants us to do whatever work that he is doing mm-hmm. in us. Yeah, I think when God asks us to do the really, really, really hard thing, then of course, and I hope you, and I'm, I'm thinking that you'll be able to relate that you play the what if game. In your mind, like that's Im- immediately where you go, and especially when it's something that's going to totally change your whole world. Because I've been there, um, and what he showed me was that my what if game has to line up with his truth, and not with the enemy. For sure. So I can say, what if I, you know, because he asked me to quit a job. So what if I can't provide for my family? What if? Well, what if? God is my provider and I, and that's where, where my, where, how I'm going to sustain. So you almost have to combat that. What if with truth, absolutely. So that you can get out of the, so you don't talk yourself out of doing what he told you to do Yes. or let the enemy talk you out of it. And here's the thing. When you know that, you know, you've heard God and Mm -hmm. it's something hard. It is always okay because God is okay with this. Mm Mm-hmm. To run it past someone who you trust yes. their spiritual mm-hmm. um, integrity. You trust their relationship with God. So you go to them and say, okay, this is what I'm pretty <laughs> sure God is saying to me. And you let them yeah. speak into that. And I've got a girl in one of my small groups, and bless her, she had an opinion about something. <laughs> and God gave her a very opposite answer. So she went to person after person. She came to me. She texted me and said, hey, can you hear what God is saying on this? And I responded, and she went to two other people that have incredible relationships with God and great wisdom, and they all said the same thing. She finally went to a fourth and got yet the same answer. And she finally said, okay, I'm pretty confident this is what God is saying. And But I did warn her. We can be so determined to get a different answer that you ask until you get the answer you want. And so we have to be wise. Hey, God, I need this confirmed. Um, I need you. That's why we're in community, so people mm-hmm. can confirm things for us um, and encourage us in the space that God has mm-hmm. spoken. So um, never um, feel like that you're listening for God is an all by yourself thing. Um, it shouldn't be mm-hmm. because there's too much room for deception, mm-hmm. and that is why we're called into community. Because a lot of times when we can't see deception in our lives, someone else will be able mm-hmm. to, and they can speak the truth and love to us, mm-hmm. so that the enemy doesn't get away with too much in in that space. Mm-hmm. So I hope this episode blesses you. Um, 
I hope that you can take some of these things and go, oh, that's why I'm not hearing well. Mm-hmm. And not only, we didn't want to just tell you why you couldn't. We wanted to give you ways to have victory mm-hmm. and so that you can hear when he speaks. Because at the heart of our relationship with both God and Jesus is being able to have conversation with them, for allow, for letting them speak into our lives, um, for them to direct our steps, any relationship has to have communication. Mm, Time in. It does. And communication has to go both ways. So um, I just pray that this blesses you. I pray that God uses it Mm -hmm. um, to give you victory um, in new places. And um, I'm going to ask Colleen to pray us out. And um, we will catch you on the next podcast. Lord, thank you so much for who you are. And Lord, for your word. Thank you for being a God who speaks to us. And oh my gosh, has so much grace with us as we continue to build our relationship with you. Lord, we love you. We honor you in Jesus name. Amen.